<laughs> Good morning, everybody. It's Taco Tuesday, and we are back in the house. Da-na-na. It's the dose. This is Mark. That's Jeremy. B-Ron is behind the glizz-ass. We're back in to bring strategies, insights, fun stuff, bad stuff all across the board <laughs> <laughs> into your business. And today we're talking commercial Look out. real estate. <laughs> so with uh, without further ado, we're welcoming Aaron back here. Aaron Dutcher. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Aaron Dutcher, our leader of the commercial division at my home group, MHG Commercial. Excited to have you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Excited yeah, to be here. Thanks for being here, man. It's Appreciate been a minute. it. Round two. Round right. two. Round We're coming two. back at oh, it. Wow. Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me here, guys. You guys yeah. are awesome. We appreciate Absolutely. you, brother. And after this, we can get some tacos. <laughs> yeah, yes, like that. yes. Byron Today, has them. Oh, the, good job, Byron. The <laughs> Byron's <laughs> the taco dealer. Byron didn't tell you, but he, on the side, he's a, he, he's a midnight taco roller. Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm. I don't know why. What does that mean? Moonlights rolling tacos. He moonlights rolling tacos. Oh, yes. Yes. That is correct. So we haven't done Walk much on editing the on the dose, but maybe it's time <laughs> to consider. <laughs> We're going to take out taco rolling. What's wrong with that? Taco He's rolling. a moonlighter. Look at that. Look at him. Look at him over there rolling his watch. Speaking of rolling, he's rolling his watch, talking rolling midnight tacos. tacos. I don't even know what to make of this shit. Uh, you can't well, even make my eyes. Welcome just a, to the dose. It's just a joke, pal. Yeah, no, we get it. Little do people know this is all scripted. I mean, he's following a script over here. Look at him reading. I didn't write it. He's just reading off the teleprompter. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get much sleep after rolling all those tacos. Yes, all right, let's dive taco on roller. in. Let's dive on in. Aaron Back into Dutcher. real stuff. Aaron Dutcher, thank you for being here ahead of, ahead of this series. Uh, leader of our commercial division. Again, yes, sir. Very productive. You guys closed a lot of transactions, a lot of volume. You were, uh, you know, leaderboard, you know, again, amongst 3,000 agents, hundreds plus teams, you know, so it's amazing what you guys are doing. But I want to talk the commercial market, what's Let's going on out there, what we're seeing, of course, you know, we see what we see on the residential residential side, but what are we seeing on the commercial side? What's that look like? I want to get into later this week on, you know, if an agent wants to, maybe now's the time for an agent and their business, all things considered, market conditions, maybe now's the time to diversify. So for the agents out there that want to add, uh, you know, commercial, maybe retail, whatever it is into the repertoire, right? We, we want to say, yeah, we want to say that word. There we go. Uh, what's that look like? You know, so let's get into that too. But yeah, first, first and foremost, talk to us on kind of the state of the union on the commercial side. You got it. So commercial is kind of one of those myst, mystic and aura things out there, right? A lot of agents know about it, but they don't know where to get the info, where to find it, what's going on with it. They see a headline somewhere. And the next thing you know, they're like, oh, commercial, commercial, what's going on? So the simple answer is we generally trail residential on about a six month tally, right? Mm-hmm. Like whatever's happening in your world is kind of a really good indicator of what's going to happen in our world six months later. Um, Has it kind of always been like that historically? Or historically, is- yeah. I mean, COVID threw us some curveballs, right? Like that got a little bit weird. And for all of us. Yeah. Right. You know, it, it, I was talking in this morning I got with a big land guy, actually. Um, sorry to cut you off no, here, but like, you know, is kind of the, does a lot of like builder stuff, right? Like big, big, you know, pieces of land. And, and that was kind of the, the, the builders are kind of saying the same thing right across all these different aspects of our, of our industry that, you know, we haven't had the cyclical market for the last couple of years. Like you talked about with, with the C word that you just used that I don't ever want to repeat again. <laughs> You know, with the C word, it kind of threw off the cyclical market. We didn't see yeah. the summertime, you know, downturn nope. and the holiday downturn. It was just like frenzy for almost two years, right? Yep. And, so. it, and it made things weird. 
You know, it was, right. it was uncharted territory. Yep. yep. The nice thing is, you know, I've been playing this game long enough. Now it's 22 years deep that I've seen a few cycles, right? I've seen a few market twists and having to reinvent things. And so it's nice when you've got a team and you've got a lot of people looking to you to go like, oh shit, things are hitting the wall. And what do we do to go? Don't worry. We got this. Like, we're going to find out where the market's going to go. We're going to reinvent. We're going to make some adjustments and we're going to keep moving forward. And we did for, for commercial. It was really that a lot of the purchases stopped. I mean, overnight, like, I mean, I think we canceled like 8.5 million in contracts within like two weeks, like, oh, wow. boom. like just everyone stopped. Uh, but contracts, current escrows, current escrows of people buying or selling stuff. Um, either our buyers got nervous and said, we don't know where this is going to go, how long this is going to last. So we're, we're backing out or someone else's buyer on our product did the same thing and said, Hey, we're nervous. We don't know where this is going. So we're backing out. So we canceled a ton. But what happened is it was quiet for about two months. Not really sure where I was going. And then leases turned on like they've never turned on before in any history I can recall. Wow. And we started doing leases at a high volume and a high number. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had a conversation because yeah, I was yeah. like, hey, we got to talk about this. about two months ago, you're saying? This no, was, was like two months post-COVID. Oh, the got, C it, word. got it. Got it. Got C it. Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. Uh, and so now, you know, fast forward to where the market is now. Obviously, in residential, it's starting to to taper or plateau, and you've got the conversations of the recession and, and interest rates, and where is that going to affect people? Then, of course, we can get into the weeds on that, but that's not why we're here. So we'll get into the weeds on commercial. Yeah. Yes, on yes. commercial, it's kind of the same story. We so we see it coming on your end where it is with residential, so we know it's coming on our end. So what we're expecting is kind of the same thing we saw post COVID. We're going to have the contracts. We're going to have the buyers and sellers slow. We're going to see leases spike. Anecdotally, in the last two weeks, it's already started to occur, which is a little faster than I expected. On those leases, does that, with the inflation and all this jazz we're talking about, does that affect the cap rate, like increase it? Someone's telling me like that it, for the for the owners or the landlords, is they're kind of happy, not really happy, but you know what I mean? Like they're, they may have gone from like a five to a six and a half percent cap on that particular property, which obviously increases their revenue. Is that kind of... You're right. You're spot on. So that's the two-edged sword that happens in commercial where, you know, residential might slow down and your houses are sitting on the market longer and you're, you're getting a lower price. For us, it creates that pressure where, you know, two, in the last two years, people have been high on the hog and there's been so many, so much cash in the market that cap rates have been really suppressed. Um, I mean, it's hard to get even above a six for something that's a quality tenant Wow, it's in a good like spot. Now we're starting to already see it pop, right? Like I'm seeing six and a half. I saw a seven yesterday. I was like, wow, this is actually a fairly decent property. And so we'll see that continue to come up as interest rates come up. The flip side of that for the tenants is, right? Yeah. The question, you know, and that's how long, right? You know, how long? So you've got a lot of investors paying a premium then, right? On the flip side for the tenant. Are they paying a premium? Not necessarily Not yet. Like speculation. But it will. It's going to hinder it's, that, right? Yeah. It, it's going to push that direction. Because if they were, you know, where the maybe three months ago they were getting a five and a half cap, and so, sorry, and now suddenly they're six and a half cap, which yeah. is awesome for the landlord. But I didn't know if that trickles down to the tenant. Does it not trickle down? It, not for the ones that are already locked in. For the ones that are already locked in, it is where it is. So the, the seller's just losing, losing capital because the market's shifting. Buyers, it's great because now buyers can get in at a better cap rate, better return. Solid. But 
where we're seeing it for tenants coming in is now those um, annual um, increases, the acceleration clauses that happen standard in a lease where, you know, in like a full service, it's generally been 50 cents a, a year. You know, your, if your rate's $25 this year, next year it's going to be 25.50. In a triple net, it's a 3% increase on the base rent. So if your, your rent's $19 this year, it's going to be plus 3%, $19 next year. The the shift that we're starting to see already is now that's moving to seventy five cents or a dollar on the increases, and the three percent's moving to four pretty solidly across the board. And in I yet last two days we've had um, landlords counter back at five, which I think is way too early and way too high. So yeah, of course we're we're year, like a first year adjustment. Yeah, first year wow. adjustment five five percent and five percent over the term. You know each year. So. Damn. That's the that's the flip it's side like an for inflation thing, right? Yep. You know yeah. exactly. So that's going to make it harder on the leases. I think it will all even out <clears throat> post election, post. You know, let's see what the recession Not happens. Exactly. Yeah. Um, let's see where everyone evens out because right now it's a real easy excuse for investors that really do drive the commercial market. I mean, that's what what drives it. Oh, buy and holds. You know, owner user, they're good but they don't drive it like the investment side does. I mean, when someone's trading a property every five years because they've got, they've maximized their depreciation, they're moving on to the next project and they're that, that turns the wheel and we're turning the wheel in billions every month here. Right. That slowed down dramatically with COVID started to pick back up. Now we've got recession. So it's slowing down again. So we'll see where that boils out. You say somebody right now that has a, and I know this, a lot of this depends upon the type of commercial property. Um, and since there's that six month trail, let's say, um, let's say that things do get cleaned up at the end of the year and it's a, it's a, it's a much more predictable, uh, uh, comfortable market. And then the other side of it doesn't, right. It stays the same. Somebody that owns property now commercial, is it best for them to, to try to, to sell now and, and capitalize what they can get off of it? Should they hang in there to see it go? Obviously it's a crystal ball question. Of course. Rolling the dice, but just looking at it as a property owner that has a piece of property where they could put it on now and, and get a, a fair, is there more of the gamble to wait? Or like, is, is this that peak time, right? Like, is if you were to turn yeah. back the clock on the residential side, you could say, Hey, you know, we, some of us recognize and we're talking about like, you know, February, March, April, like uh, being the peak for that this was the year. time. Like, boom. That was it. Right. For so. me, it's this September, October. And that's what Pop I'm telling then. everybody because September and October is our big time every year where stuff yeah. gets under contract because everything that comes here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You've got summer's over. People are back to school. Your fiscal taxes are due and done. So anyone that's done their extension, anyone that's running their corporate taxes through September or October, now they know where they're standing. Now their accountants telling them, Hey, you need some depreciation or you need to reinvest. You've got to put some capital or vice versa. Hey, you want to sell that asset or that right. building. Now's the time to do it. So we get an influx September, October. Like that's my heyday. And I tell all my agents, like get prepped. Like we're going to hit the ground running and we're going to make as much hay as we can while the sun shines in September, October. Now those might not close till November, December because or of year or right? sometimes even the following year. The A lot of them are trying to get in before the end of the year for the annual, you know, you know, cutoff, but, a lot of them do push and some of them even tax strategy wise say like, it's got to be January 2nd, right? Like I can't tell you how many deals I have that close every year, like the first week of January, cause it's got to get over that. Hump. Right. So right now, everyone I'm talking to, like we know where it's coming. Cause we saw the 
for you guys, the, the peak March, April, Mm -hmm. we know ours is quote unquote, traditionally six months past, which almost lines directly up with our September, October. Mm -hmm. And it's like, go now. If you've got something, get it listed, get it on the market and let's get it out before the end of the year. On that note, let's stop so we can talk more on agent opportunities, residential agent opportunities in the commercial space and kind of where it relates to you being at at my home group as the leader of the commercial division and maybe the type of agents and how frequently, all that good stuff. But the opportunities with Aaron Dutcher, MHG Commercial. Boom. Perfect. Thanks to our sponsors, Alliance Property Inspection and... Um, geez, I'm blanking on everything now. It's a crazy day. Uh, uh, Bison Ventures and VIP Mortgage. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>